How's it going? Good, I think. I'm pretty good. How are yeah. you? I'm good. I'm doing well. You know, just sitting here doing a podcast. <laughs> Great. Okay, yeah. cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no, um, we, we were talking about a thing last night that's interesting because, you know, like, obviously this Me Too thing um, is coming, is is out and it's great and yeah. like yeah. to fucking call out these piece of shit people. Um, yeah. But it kind of makes you check yourself. Like, I, yeah. I think that a lot of men are checking themselves right now, and that's good. But I think just, like, everyone is, because even last night, um, we were all having a conversation at the dinner table, and then I went and went to the bathroom, <laughs> and I felt left out of the conversation, so yeah. I need—I felt like I needed to contribute something, so I opened the door while I was on the toilet mm. and kind of gave my two cents and then, <laughs> you know, shut the door. And then and then later, you did the same thing. Sure. I did. I did. I did. But, like, we're very open people, and it's like, you know, we're like, oh, are we— like, what if I don't know like what if that made someone feel uncomfortable yeah and I know that's in the context of our friends and like it's not the same thing but like I had my you know someone that I work with um I, I, I'm worried about the backfire of it yeah. and like how people are not kind of confused about it and like yeah um I heard some interactions at work where um two new people were meeting each other a guy was meeting a, another woman and um they were like oh well we're just gonna shake hands now like avoiding a hug almost and he's like because you know the whole everything that's going on right oh, now and it's like that's i hear not, what you're saying yeah like that's don't not throw the same it thing. yeah and also don't like throw it uh, like at us like i mean like I, like that and like make fun of it right and like throw it on the woman yeah sorry like, i can't hug you now yeah like no like a hug i mean it's all uh, it's a power thing and a co- contextual thing and it's nuanced and if you don't understand what it's really about like you should do some soul searching like talk to people ask about it like really dig in there don't yeah. don't you know make a disingenuous comment that undermines the importance of this subject matter sure and like yeah take the time to understand where the line is yeah like and if you're really like insecure about it like maybe you did yeah like, cross the line yeah. and like check yourself and and maybe you did cross the line and you didn't realize that you were crossing the line because exactly. it was accepted at the time but like now you can realize that and and like just say to yourself okay that's something that i did but you can change yeah. Like, yeah. so, yeah, I hear you. That's that's really fucked up. I, I hope that people aren't going to do that. I, I know. I mean, I, I think it's like a, maybe it's a defense mechanism of like, yeah. you know, making fun of it or whatever. But um, but I think that it's okay if everybody's kind of checking themselves and like yeah. questioning things. And then it's like, obviously last night was fine, but it was an interesting thing. Like, God, maybe it Wait, makes people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, because my vagina was out <laughs> well, our legs were blocking yeah, yeah, yeah. and i also just find it very funny I, I was telling you i think someone on the toilet is Ugh. innately funny to me it's so good and you know like you can we've had many conversations where you're on the toilet but we've established that's fine and yeah, well, it's yeah. hilarious and wonderful and our parameters that's acceptable right right and i think with our friends too like they were fine with that if there would have been a new person there then you know we i don't we shouldn't have done that then if, yeah, if there was could have made him feel yeah but right. it, it also wasn't meant to be sexual but God, at no, the same God, time no. could have made someone you know i don't know but yeah. luckily it was blocked and there was just that beautiful side leg that happens oh, when you're on the yeah. toilet and you're just <laughs> it's yeah. such a vulnerable position and you're just sitting the whole yeah. thing about it is amazing it's to me. so so wonderful pants down just the part the top part of the legs is the best the top, part it's so yeah. especially on guys oh, yes! I don't, and it's, <laughs> it's usually just, pale because yeah yeah because the sun yep. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad yeah. you did it again because it made oh, me yeah. laugh and I got to see it. Happen, yeah. And you were like, wow, this is great. I'm yeah. glad that we did this. I doubled down. I was like, that was a good move. Yeah. And then, but then we checked ourselves. Yeah. God, we're so good. We're so <laughs> conscious. And what is the word people are using that is annoying? Woke. I hate that oh, so much. Yeah. A lot uh, of people hate that. Woke AF. Oh, gross. Whatever. Right. Um, anyhow, we have a cool episode coming up. Um, yeah. And it's just in time for the new year. Happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Um, it's, it's, uh, am I an asshole? Because, you know, for being sober, which is weird because we have a friend who's, who's, who's sober. Yeah, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of New Year's resolutions that are like, I'm cleaning myself up. I'm going to uh, work out. I'm which not I make drink. that every time. Yeah, well, I think we all do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Elliot Glasser, was, uh, he's an amazing uh, guest and he wrote into us. He emailed us. He fucking emailed us. Yeah. And so we said, hey, get over here, cowboy. We're yeah. putting you on. Yeah. And he we, we offered cowboy. it to him if he wanted to be on. And he said, yes, I do want to oh, be yeah, on. Oh, yeah. You're not forced to be on. Yeah. If you, so if you guys have ideas, just know that we actually would put you on. We'd put or, you or, on. Or use your idea or whatever or you, you want. use your idea and keep you anonymous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about uh, sobriety and yeah. drinking and that whole toxic smoking thing. a little oh, bit. Puffing um, the old But before we go, we need to joint. make sure to thank... Right. One of our reviewers, um, probably the best name that yeah. uh, we've had. Um, thank you so much to Dadward Slumberbutt. Wow, that is oh, God bless him. Beautiful, and we don't know this person. Uh huh. Unless it's someone in disguise, but like that sure. name Dad- is almost like he Dad- made it for us. He yeah. or she, Dadward Slumberbutt. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, Dadward Slumberbutt. We love you. Thank you, Dadward Slumberbutt. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Uh, okay, yeah. So this episode is, um, am I an asshole for being sober? Yeah. And I mean, I guess the question is also, am I an asshole for drinking or yeah. doing drugs? Or Feels like maybe you're more of an asshole for <laughs> drinking than choosing to like take care of your body. Right. <laughs> but but I mean, if if you're Elliot, it's like, um, I, I'm, I'm always the sober one. And like, maybe you feel like feel yeah. like a dick about it i mean so okay so hi elliot yeah let's bring Hello. elliot in hi elliot so, hi first of all thank you so much for emailing us oh um, yeah you guys so if you email us you could have an opportunity to be on the show elliot is our first yes like email I can confirm that if you're a fan of the show write these guys they will respond yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go yeah. um so so yeah so i mean i guess well first of all I want to get into your relationship with alcohol in general and like how, like, do you mind talking about why you don't drink and like where it started and kind of all uh, Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's a, uh, it's a sad long tale. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, I, yeah, I stopped drinking uh, I think when I was 22 um, and uh, basically uh, I, I used to live in California in your guys' oh. neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And, I went down there for school and uh, and then I ended up moving back to Washington and getting depressed like you do when you move out of your element and you're away from all your friends and living at home again. Um, so I was uh, still drinking a lot, but then I, uh, I started having really bad anxiety attacks. Um, so I... Uh, got prescribed onto medication, uh, antidepressants, which I'm still taking, um, and ended up uh, drinking while I was on those antidepressants and then having a really bad experience where basically I woke up like it 
I don't know, five in the morning after a long night of drinking and just basically felt like I was having a heart attack. Turned out to be an anxiety attack, but it was just like, like I thought I was going to die, you know, just one of those super scary episodes. Um, so after that, I was like, I talked to my doctor and, and he was like, yeah, maybe don't mix alcohol with the medication you're taking. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's a good call. Yeah. Oh, that um, makes sense. How long yeah, had you been on them? Um, just a couple months, probably. Okay. So it was still new. It, yeah, it was yeah. still new. Okay. Um, but basically, like, I found that, you know, I tried drinking a little after that or, or smoking weed because I was, you know, smoking weed like every day, pretty much. Um, but yeah, just anytime I smoke weed, I would instantly have an anxiety attack. And anytime I drank, like a similar thing would happen where I just get super paranoid and freaked out. Um, so I just decided to give it up and have since not, you know, been doing that and it's it's been good so far but now i kind of feel like like i'm in a better place uh in terms of my mental state and i'm you know not as depressed i haven't had an anxiety attack like in a couple of years really or like a serious one that i wasn't able to just you know squash when it came up so so i guess yeah the question now is like why am i why am i still sober is that really contributing to me not having anxiety or should i just start drinking again <laughs> i don't know it's, it's, yeah it's yeah it's a weird I, question i think rosie and i are qualified to just give you the green light um yeah, go, but <laughs> go ahead actually let's just do you guys want to grab a beer yeah um uh, oh, yeah, no weird. no but yeah but i mean that's yeah that's interesting like was it just the time in your life that you would that the mixing the two were dangerous it's, for you or exactly yeah or like and, in moderation could you do it i mean did you have a problem with moderating before uh, yeah, yeah, I think I did. Um, yeah. And that's another part of it, too. Because, um, yeah, like, my memories of me drinking um, is me being, you know, a bit of a drunken douchebag. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so okay. there is some, some fear and hesitation that, like, you know, if I start drinking again, will I slip back into that? Or will that just be because, you know, I stopped drinking when I was 22? And I've grown and matured a lot, or at least I'd like to think so in that right. time. How long so ago maybe. was that, if you don't mind us aging you? Uh, I'm 28 now. So okay. so it was, I had my, I stopped drinking officially like the uh, the day after, or July 7th, or July 5th, sorry. It was after the 4th of July. So. <laughs> Uh-oh, yeah, was it a whoops. big party on the 4th of July? Maybe that was part of it, yeah. We went okay. a little crazy. Was it that. just like a particularly like ruckus party? Like, did were you just like doing shots and like? Yeah, I mean, it got pretty hammered, and and yeah, I was I was definitely went to bed really drunk, and so maybe that like contributed to like the, the panic attack because I was already kind of like having them at that point. Oh so. yeah, oh it's a disaster. I mean, it's that's, yeah. it like makes you anxious. That's like part oh my of god. The I mean, that's like after full disclosure, y'all, I am very hungover right now, <laughs> and this is the, I did not do this on purpose. Why would I have done this on purpose? Um, but I am like so anxious. Like I, it just it's. It's a nightmare. It's not, yeah. I mean, and just so, like, uh, Elliot, you don't feel alone in this. I think, like, it's very relatable. I think all of us, like, I would say especially creative people. I don't know. That's probably not fair. It probably the bo most boring of people drink. But it's it's hard to have a healthy relationship with alcohol or, I mean, or weed. But I, I would say alcohol in some ways can be more destructive. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like, and you were saying, too, because wh why do you feel like you're an asshole? I mean, I feel like I'm an asshole 
just because like because being sober isn't what society expects of me if that makes sense it does make sense yeah because was it what i was what we were kind of discussing earlier was like um like i feel like i've missed out on like some like possible social situations and meeting new people because um you know if you meet someone and you're like hey let's hang out whether it be just in like a friendly way or like a potential romantic way it's always like yeah let's go get a drink sometime and it's then then i have to have the conversation of like oh i don't drink and then i feel like i'm making it awkward for them where i kind of have to compromise and be like oh well like it's okay if you guys drink but i'll just be sober and then that seems weird yeah. right you're like yeah. i'll just watch you drink <laughs> right. yeah exactly that's not creepy at all right um okay so yeah so sometimes you feel like a dick for not drinking and then i can imagine in romantic situations it's kind of like no 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 you drink and i'll watch you can be almost like maybe it's kind of weird <laughs> not yeah. that you're weird but like you know you're clearly going to be the sober one who's in control of the situation and well yeah and i remember like this is makes me sound like an asshole but I am because you'd be like he doesn't drink deal breaker you know <laughs> like you're yeah. like or if on like bumble or whatever and it says like doesn't drink I'm like no which is why I mean because yeah. I drink and so then you wouldn't want to like be hanging out with someone who also doesn't because then you feel like maybe judged or whatever but really I think you feel like you're being judged because you're like looking back at yourself being like why are you why yeah. do you have to do it yeah yeah and I mean I I uh personally I have a weird I feel like I have a weird relationship with it where like I have to really really work hard to manage my drinking like I have to go into a situation and be like Jackie you're you know you're only gonna have two or three you know depending on what it is if it's a glass of wine you know that's different than like a you know whiskey on the rocks right but um I have to really manage it and sometimes I'll even like I'll tell my partner uh, you know, Nick, I'll tell my fiance, like, hey, like, p- please help me monitor myself. Um, because, you know, it, when you get to that certain point where you're like, whoa, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, you're not turning anything down. I mean, no. you just keep uh, going. You're like, yes, absolutely. I'll have another one. And then you'll kind of think to yourself, should you? And then like your drunk self is like, fuck, yeah, you should. Dude, I, I mean, that's insane because last night that was happening to me where I was like, I mean, I was monitoring and everything was great. And then it's like you just forget that you will have a hangover tomorrow if you keep drinking. Like, cause yeah. it's it just like, you think, I think like my brain always thinks if you've had this much, it's not going to get, it's not going to be worse, but it always is worse. Like oh, yeah. your hangover yeah, yeah. is worse. Yeah. Like, I feel terrible today. Yeah. And the drunker you get, the less like water you drink. And less, oh yeah. Like, I mean, you're not thinking about any. And like, I don't know. Cause also you and I are like the last people to leave party. Like we like to stay out. Like we love yeah. I mean, that's the other thing yeah. is like there was a point in my life. So Elliot, yeah, I was I was kind of down for a while and I was drinking, but it was in a different way. It was like a, it was drinking to self-medicate um, and I was just like binging and like just not wanting to feel much, you know. Um, that's I mean, that's definitely like towards the end of my drinking. I was doing that where I was just like, you know, um, again, like because of my situation, I was living at home and like, didn't have a lot of friends. So I just stay home and then just get drunk by yourself. And that's like the sign of being. (laughs) Yeah. That's when you start to go. That's when I realized like when I wasn't doing it to go out and be social, I was like, "Uh Oh, that might be a problem. But I guess I'll just think about it that later after this (laughs) bottle of wine, Yeah, Um, you know, address that situation later. Yeah. Yeah. But, but on the flip side, so I also am on um, antidepressants, like a pretty low dose, but like, so, and I had to cut, cut, 
I had to cut it completely drinking for a bit so that to let my body, my chemicals like figure themselves out for lack of a better phrase. Jen can probably talk about the uh, scientific reasoning of that, but I felt like really crazy for a bit. And then, you know, I had to normalize myself and then I was drinking again. um, But it was then the healthier I felt it was a different type of drinking. And that's how it's been for the past few years where now I just like want to, and this was the old me like in college too, before I got really down, I just yeah. do like to party. And I put it in quotes. Cause like, I wouldn't say I'm like a crazy rock star or like it's, I'm not, I don't do anything other than like drink and maybe smoke a tiny bit of weed. But, and like, so people that really party hard, I feel like they're doing a bunch of drugs. So I sh- maybe I'm not that big, but like Rosie and I both like to go out and have a good time. Yeah. And it's hard to control yourself when you have that um, kind of nature of just yeah. like, yeah, 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 let's keep going, go, go, you know? Yeah. And then, then, yeah, you just don't. And then the way that the party keeps going is if you continue to have another drink. Like, right. and that's like, and if you have water for some reason, that just is like not good enough I don't know like why the fuck do we do that I don't know I had a realization last night um because I was drinking and then I switched to water and I was still having a great time and I realized (laughs) oh you're still drunk for a couple hours yeah you'll still be drunk you're still I'm still buzzed so I don't need to keep going I just have to I just I need to stop now yeah and I felt felt great today we were at the same like little get-together but Um. uh, but I no, but that's not my normal thing this is like a revelation for me <laughs> yeah and that, I, I mean it sounds like you're doing it right then if you're I'm yeah. trying yeah. but every few months it seems like I have you know I just I, feel I like you're revelation. being selfish that you didn't tell me to drink water too so bad friend I, I mean, you were just look like you were having <laughs> I so really much fun. was that's the thing <laughs> okay I want to talk about um one more thing the societal norm thing I just think it's interesting yeah. that like why we do it like why we just want to feel fucked up because I'm like, I always just say that humans are just trying to fill their day because we don't know why the fuck we're here. Yeah. And so we're just and like, we're going to die soon. And like, yeah. And so whoever knows when. Right. And so like, I, I, I don't know, like you just, what we're using it to pass the time, I guess. To, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of like, and I mean, Elliot, you can talk to this too, uh, but I'm a big fan of everything in moderation. That's yeah. like a big thing for me. It's like anything, like working out, eating, like e- sleep, like anything, but coffee, like anything in moderation, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of it too, but I don't practice don't it. Don't always practice it, well, I, but I, I really try to discipline myself to do it. I don't know if that, but like for Elliot, I have a question for you really quickly before we bring Jen on, because sometimes I'll feel like this. If, I, if I've been really good, right? If I've been good, I've been getting eight hours I wake up and have a little bit of coffee and then like you yeah. know, work out in the morning and then I feel great all day. And then I come home and don't drink and eat a healthy dinner. And then I go to sleep. Like that feels great. But do you ever feel boring? Yeah. I mean a bit, but I feel like, I mean, over being sober for um, like six and a half years now, you kind of learn to, to just occupy your time with other things, you know? Yeah. And like, yes. <laughs> and not to say just cause like, I don't drink, I don't like, in, or smoke weed. I don't indulge in other things. Like my main vice is like sugar. And I feel like <laughs> my personality is like of, of filling the void of alcohol and substances with other stuff has been sugar. Like, I'll, so you just like, get like super hyper. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm definitely, definitely have a sugar addiction if, if there's anything. Right. Um, Interesting. But, but you don't you're you don't feel because and I'm not that's not a judgment that you that you're boring. I just sometimes will feel kind of like boring. Like I'm like, I'm just doing 
I'm doing everything right right now. Well, okay. And that reminds me of like, okay, because I was thinking of just like natural highs or doing things that make you feel good. Like at my prom, people asked me if I was drunk and I was dead sober because I was just like, like just really dancing like crazy person. I'm like, well, so you can almost emulate like what it is to be drunk by just being sober, but you definitely, I mean, uh, not like you. uh, Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be wasted (laughs) to have fun, especially if you're naturally a fun person, which I don't want to tune our horns, but I'd say we're fun. Yeah, super fun. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like, I mean, I like going out, you know, and I like, I like dancing and, and going out to bars and having fun like that. But I think that there is just kind of an initial, like, first step where you have to kind of ease into that. And I think, like, alcohol helps people ease into Yeah. That. Yes, like, loosen up. Yeah, can you imagine a world where, where people are just dancing and they don't have to be fucked up? <laughs> or doing karaoke sober. Oh, I would that- love that, actually. So I can really <laughs> showcase my voice. <laughs> I love karaoke so much. Um, okay, <laughs> what's that? Yeah. I was gonna say, do you have a go-to karaoke? Obviously, song? it's "I'm Just a Girl." That's my opener, um, no oh, doubts. I'm just a girl. Yeah, I like to because, and also because it takes a lot of energy. So if I I can't do it at the end of the night, uh huh, you know, because I get too tired and sloppy. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Um, Mine's <laughs> respect by Aretha Franklin. Ooh, it's really hard hard to oh. do though, so I shouldn't do it. Because the way I sound in my head versus the way I actually sound are sure. two different things. Great. And I think that's the case for most people who do karaoke, except hey. the ones that are just really good. And, like me. Okay, like Rosie. Um, yeah. Okay, um, Elliot. Wait, what, wait, what? sorry, one more question really quickly before Jen. What is what is having a lot to drink to you? Because it depends on the person, I think. You know, like our body yeah. types and how much we can consume. Like, I'm saying full rock star night. How, <laughs> how many drinks? I don't, you know, it's hard to gauge because it's been so long since I have had a drink that I forget, like, how much it took to get me, like, fucked up. Um, but, like, I, I, you know, I don't think drinking, like, every day is bad. You know, my girlfriend, you know, drinks every day, just, like, a glass of wine before bed and that kind of thing. So Yeah. But, like, I, like, how much is too much was the question. I guess maybe for you, like, when you were drinking, is it, could you not count the drinks from the night? Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah, okay. I would just drink until I was good and fucked up. And then I would do stupid shit, like, because I would, like, drive all drunk and Ooh. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I'm not proud, basically. I look, I, look, I really do look back on it as, like, a time in my life that I'm trying to grow out of and, and a bit ashamed of. But then I feel, oh. like, guilty because, like, I feel like people expect me to, to drink some kind of being hit on both sides of the issue. So you feel a lot of pressure. It seems like you feel a lot of pressure. A bit, yeah. And alcohol is like, you know, yeah, just all my friends drink, my coworkers drink, they go out for drinks afterwards. And and I'll, if my friends don't drink, you know, they smoke weed, like that's how they unwind. And there, there have been times when I go to a friend's house to hang out after work and they're like, I'm going to smoke a bowl. And I'm like, okay, but... Like, why do you feel, why do you have to do that? Like, can't we just hang out? Yeah, like, that's weird. Yeah, I don't ever. Sometimes it's like, but then I feel weird because I'm like, well, I don't want, it's your house. And like, I don't want you to not smoke a bowl if that's what you want to do. But, but then like, they'll smoke weed and then I'll be sitting in the room with them. And after 10 minutes, it's like, well, now I feel a little high just by being in the room with you. Sure. I'm trying to be sober. So. But yeah. but am I the asshole for being like, hey, don't smoke weed in your house? Right. You know? 
Right. So. People are weird about weed, though, because I feel like it's different than alcohol, where people will be like, yeah, I wake up and I smoke weed. So what? And I went through a period where a phase in college where I would smoke like every day. And it's the same thing as drinking. If you wake up yeah. and like you like <laughs> smoke a bowl, that's the same as waking up and having you know, wine or like a whiskey soda. It's yeah. still, you shouldn't be doing it. And it's still strange. Oh. Like I don't smoke very much at all. And, it, but when I do, it's like late at night and it's like literally, I'm like a one hit wonder. I mean, I, I don't, I can't handle very much of it. Yeah, yeah. So I would and feel I, weird if someone's just like getting ripped, <laughs> like smoking and you're like, all right. Yeah. And it's just like, why can't we, it, it, it feels awkward to hang out sober. Like if I don't offer someone a glass of wine, you're like, it, this feels weird all of a sudden, but it shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Time for Jen. Time for Jen. See what she's got. Jen, our therapist. Hello. Hi, Jen. Hello. Um, you wasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In honor of Elliot, I just got hammered. Yeah. Like, well, I'm an asshole because I'm. I was like, I was joking about it last night. I was like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to be hungover for the the sober one, and I'm like, here I am, just being like, make it through. <laughs> no, it's fine. Well, it was Saturday night, and it was a fun get together. Yeah. And, yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm still too starstruck to be judgmental. Oh my god, that's so nice. <laughs> that's so nice. That's amazing. Oh great. Um. Anyway, um, yeah, so it, the kind of the thing that we were talking about was you were saying, um, like, how it affects your brain that you, like, want to keep yeah, going. Yeah, I have this book. Oh, yeah, called, so um, Jen, Jackie has a book. It's called Naked Mind, Control Alcohol, Find Freedom, Discover Happiness, and Change Your Life. And I realized it makes me sound like an alcoholic, but I was more interested in the mentality behind drinking and the, psycholo- and the psychology behind drinking and, like, what makes you feel like you have to. But here it is. Wow, look who studied up. Studied up. Real source. Bought a book. Yeah, yeah this was source. before that I knew wow. we were doing the podcast. This was yeah. on my own. Yeah. Wow. Didn't finish it, wow. but <laughs> it's it's it oh. has a dog ear in it. What is it called again? This Naked Mind Control Alcohol by Annie Grace. Great. But it's very good. Yeah. It's it's informative. But Jen, what do you I mean like what do you have to say about Elliot's sobriety and our drinking and yeah. Well, I mean, so Elliot, it sounds like you had a panic attack several years ago. You re- you went and got medication as a result of that panic attack. Is that what led you to, to uh, take medication or what? No, I, I, I started having panic attacks prior to that. Um, and after the first one, yeah, it was so embarrassing. And in hindsight, I just think maybe I was stoned and paranoid. But like, mm. I was so like the first one I had, I was I was smoking weed when it happened by myself, and just you know got really paranoid and freaked out and thought I was having a stroke maybe or something because I was kind of my words were getting a little garbled, um, and so I I called the cops and then like but then I like snapped out of it kind of instantly once like the once I was on the phone with dispatch or whatever (laughs) no I'm I'm okay you don't have to come here and they're like you are you are you free to talk like of your own free will like does someone have a gun to your head and I'm like oh no 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 I'm I'm, wow stoned it's fine I made a mistake but then they still came over and they were like all right you know you (laughs) 
You're being stoned now, kid. Oh, God. <laughs> like, drink some fucking water and eat a pizza. Yeah, God. there's bigger problems to deal with. <laughs> no, but that, that can be terrifying. I've had, I mean, I think anyone who's smoked weed has had a, a freak, a, at least one freak out. Definitely. Yeah. One time I couldn't feel my legs, so. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so what was it about? So you've had it, you had a history of panic prior. So uh, what was it about? I guess I didn't understand what it was about that particular one after that particular party that was like, okay, this is it. I think like, well, so I started having anxiety attacks from, from that first one. And then they just became pretty consistent. And I talked to my doctor, I went and saw a counselor and they were like, oh yeah, you're depressed. Definitely. Um, and, and everything kind of clicked after that. Um, but uh and anxious do you do you feel like you were anxious anyway yeah i think so but uh so yeah so i i got prescribed onto antidepressants and that's when i you know was was taking the antidepressants but still drinking i hadn't phased that out Mm -hmm. but then you know after i had that like the biggest panic attack i've ever had in my life since um that's when I was like, maybe I need to cut back on things and just let my brain coast a while. Mm-hmm. So you'd been feeling anxious sober as well? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Nice. Yeah. And since I feel like, you know, I've balanced out, but I and but I've hung on to the sobriety and I held on to it for a long time while I was balancing things out, I guess now I feel kind of balanced and I'm wondering why I'm still sober if I could try to ease that back in I don't know well what you said you feel like you're missing out on stuff what do you feel like you're missing out on from being sober uh just like uh I feel like I've I've definitely become more introverted since I stopped drinking and so it's Mm -hmm. hard to spark um conversation you know in social situations um like even just at a party you know uh it's hard to yeah, to just, you know, chat chat with someone. Yeah, yeah, it can yeah. feel awkward, especially like coworkers where you don't know them mm-hmm. that well and you're like, eh. Right. So you so you still have some anxiety around social situations? Uh, yeah, I think that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess my thought is if you're leveled out, so I mean – Alcohol definitely impacts neurotransmitters, right. um, serotonin. So, in I mean, if way? you're what in in what way? Well, actually, so it can make you. I think a lot of people have had the experience where they might drink and actually like feel better and feel less inhibited, and you know, kind of some of the things you were talking about, Elliot, like easier to go up and talk to somebody, and you're feeling kind of good. Bust out a karaoke um, song, top mm. of your lungs. Yeah, yeah. You decide to try karaoke. I, mean, I um, like to think that I'm I'm totally fearless when it comes to karaoke. Oh, okay, God, karaoke. <laughs> sober. We should do it together. Sometime. Let's do it. Um, and so because you can have a temporary kind of like feeling of the, the same thing of like more serotonin coming in. So like when we have more serotonin usually it's thought of as being happier and and lighter and not having some of the mood disturbances that anxiety and depression are linked to. So at the first, it can feel like you're actually – like alcohol is actually making you feel good. 
Um, the problem is that alcohol is actually a depressant. So after your brain goes through kind of like a cycle when you drink excessively. So, you know, you first have that upswing and you get a, most people get a change in mood, maybe a better mood. Um, and then your body starts going through changes where it's like almost depleted of serotonin. So it actually takes, it kind of takes back what it was already doing. Um, and there's other neurotransmitters that are involved. It's not just serotonin, but the effect of it is that then you start to feel depressed. You start to feel down. You also blues. get dehydrated. Hmm? I'm sorry. That's what people call the booze blues the next day. Yeah. So you're really like if if a person, if you know that you're susceptible to depression and, you know, there is probably a biological component to it, as we've talked about before. Um, you're not doing yourself any favors by drinking. And the catch 22 is that, I mean, drinking not only does sometimes it make you feel better, but it can also stop you from feeling or people do it to escape. And so it can really lead to this, this cycle, but chemically you're really harming your brain and you're not setting yourself up for success as far as getting out of the depression. Um, because then you might drink to feel better again, and then you feel worse, and then you drink to feel better again. And mm. eventually what happens is your tolerance goes up. You need to drink more. So then the more alcohol you have, the more of the – like kind of the bigger that cycle is in the sense of, you know, a larger surge and then a larger depletion. Um, and so it's it's – in excess, it's really not good for you. Yeah. As far as the mental health perspective. And what were you um, saying? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off about dehydration. Well, just that you get dehydrated, um, your sleep gets disturbed. You know, a lot of people think, oh, I'll, you know, if I drink a lot, I'll get a good night's sleep. And you actually don't. You actually don't get a very good night's sleep. Now, I'm not talking about one glass of wine. I'm talking about excessive drinking. Um, is, uh, yeah, it's really – so if you're – if you feel stable um, – you know, I certainly wouldn't recommend rocking the boat too much, especially if you're on medication, because then the medication, you know, it's trying to help your brain. It's trying to stabilize you. Um, well, to, and, sorry, to, um, to go into what you were saying a little bit, um, like, because I have friends who are depressed um, and and claim well i mean they say like they're self-medicating with like weed and mm -hmm. weed weed is also a depressant so i've always been of the opinion or, or i don't know if this is wrong but isn't like if you're depressed you shouldn't be taking depressants isn't that kind of counterproductive yeah i mean the reason that they're depressants is because they're going to th there's a mood component that and they're going to suppress in the end, they're changing the neurotransmitters in your in your body in a way that leaves you feel, leaves you depleted of the ones that make you feel happy. Right. Um, I mean, you have stimulants too, like cocaine, and you know, and that's going to have an, an upper effect um, because it's it's flooding you with with certain um, sensations and kind of mimicking what your natural neurotransmitters do, which causes also in the end can have a backlash. Um, 
but that's kind of a different story. Um, but with alcohol, yeah, no, you, you don't want to be drinking excessively if you're feeling depressed because it's going to, it actually changes the chemicals in your brain to make you feel, um, more depressed in the end. So, I mean that like, absolutely. I mean, especially cause like the next day, like, but I, I wonder like what happens to your brain that makes you go, that never happened. I'm gonna do it again. Like, I feel like I always tell myself, like, just really tell yourself you're only going to have three drinks. And then, like, every time I do it. And then I, but like, you think this was punishment enough, but. Mm. Well, that's, that's another reason why I feel a little bit like an asshole because, because I feel like, you know, I had that bad episode, but ultimately it wasn't really hard to give up drinking um, and to be sober. But I know for a lot of people, it really is hard. And, you know, the, the people who really struggle with addiction, um, you know, they, they can't even be in the same room as people drinking. You know, if people drink in front of them, it's a problem. With me, that's not an issue. So I also kind of feel a bit like an asshole because my sobriety was a choice. And like, and I've kind of, I have the mindset that, oh, I could go back to that no problem and be fine. Like, uh, I don't. I don't think you're an asshole. I think you're an ally. Like for the people who. I mean, well, that sobriety. Is- I mean, I guess w- what makes you think that other people are feeling uncomfortable with your sobriety? Uh, you know, I. I just. I maybe I'm just in my own head too much, but I just worry that people, like, would be concerned that I would be judging them if if they were drinking or smoking in, in front of me because I they, I mean there have been instances where I'm in a room with people smoking and I'll like pull my shirt over my nose and mouth you know are are you judging them no I'm just trying not to get high you know so you're just a you're just worried that they're gonna think that you're judging them I guess so but yeah that's or they're going to feel self-conscious about doing it in your yeah. presence because you're literally going you know you're yeah, yeah. Or if I'm like, I don't drink, or they're like, yeah, hey, do you want to go get a drink? And I'm like, actually, I don't drink if they're like, if they, I don't know. This just all sounds. Yeah, no, like- I mean, I, no, I hear you because I definitely like check myself when I'm around people who aren't drinking. And I think that's p- mostly because I'm um, reflecting, like, and just being like, well, why do you need to drink? I mean, she's here and she's fine. Like, she doesn't need to be, like, so why do I, I think it, yeah. it not, but it's not your fault. It's, I mean, you're doing whatever you want to do. I don't think it makes you an asshole. Yeah. Well, and there's probably a sense of, you're Elliot probably sensitive to maybe the uh, potential sense of vulnerability a person has if they know they're drinking in excess, say things they wouldn't normally say or act in ways they wouldn't normally say or act. And um, so it sounds like you're sensitive to maybe the vulnerability that they're feeling. Uh, yeah, I think to a degree. Um, but I should I should also say like, that hasn't that hasn't always been a problem. Um, I feel, I mean, like, for example, uh, my girlfriend, like, we kind of met when she was drunk, um, or we kind of got together when she was drunk. If that sounds worse than <laughs> right, <laughs> but like, and part of that was like, you know, we we were hanging out, and you know, she was drinking and I wasn't. We kind of got to a point where you know things were going to go in one direction, and I was like, well maybe let's not go in that direction because I haven't been drinking and you have, and you know, let's let I, that feels weird and stuff, but she found it in the moment, like very endearing and still like brags about it to people. Um, like, yeah. You're a stand up oh, guy. 
Especially yeah. any guy being like, no, I don't think we should. That's yeah. just like, you're like, yeah. all right, we're doing it. Now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she resist. Uh, that's, well, that's nice, though. Yeah. But so, so it all, it hasn't all been bad, is what I'm saying. With yeah. But, yeah. Well, well and I, I think, you know, if you're still, you know, I think that if you obviously need to be, need to, go over this with your psychiatrist, but, you know, I, I think that it, if having a drink or two is something that you're interested in, you know, I think we need to all, you know, whenever we're talking about drinking it, there, there's a difference between a drink or two and then, you know, drinking in excess to the point of getting incredibly intoxicated. Um, and so, you know, there is a difference there. And so if your sobriety is, I mean, it's a choice. It's always a choice. And so if you're, I mean, I wouldn't say, oh, you know, take up drinking so that you feel better in social situations because there's better ways to do that. You know, that, that lingering social anxiety can really be effectively managed through, through therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, because and it's a really common thing. Social anxiety is really common. So you're you're telling me you're not tempted in, to drink in terms of like if other people are drinking, you're not tempted. You're not like God, that looks so good. I really want a glass of wine. And then also, Jen, I just didn't know if you could just touch quickly on the different types of alcohol abuse in terms of like binge drinking and then like alcoholism and then like I don't know, just just to kind of clarify. Uh- yeah, I think like, I mean, I am tempted only, but it, it's not to the degree of like, you know, I've got the itch, like I need to get out of here. I'm going to start drinking and, you know, like I'm, I'm not in the withdrawal stage, but like I miss, I do miss like, you know, a nice glass of wine or like a, a good beer or something. You know? Yeah, because I like the taste. I really enjoy the taste. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, they're like non-alcoholic beers, but they're not, you know, they're yeah. not. So. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, so. Yeah, in terms of like me, like being tempted to drink in the presence of alcohol or tempted to smoke in the presence of weed, like yeah, it's not very strong. Okay. It's not hard for me to resist. To resist, and would you? Do you think that you would find it hard to have just one? Were you the type of person that couldn't really have just one? Yeah, I, yeah, I think it would be hard to just have just one because, like I said, like sugar is like my main vice now. So, like, yeah, <laughs> for me to just have one Oreo, you know, it's like the- <laughs> <laughs> see, that's what I I'm. T- that's yeah. why I want to ask my sister because that's the whole thing too. It's like sometimes there are, and you know, you may be more like us in the sense where, like, I don't have a problem with it, but it is. I can just have like one or two of things or Oreos, but it is hard. I'm saying I have to like tell myself, whereas Nick, my fiance, he can just go and have like two oh, drinks so and have no interest in having any more. Whereas I'm like, I've already had two. No, I have to make sure I don't have six. Yeah. And if I have three, I have to like tell myself this is the third one, because if I have a little bit, I'll be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's why I think I have a problem. Like for sure. Like, I, I mean, I don't know how to stop. Yeah. Hence today. But that would be my only thing. And I mean, obviously your psychiatrist and Jen will be able to talk better to that. But like, that would be my only thing is like, if you're like going along this great route and then like you open up the, <laughs> you open up the yeah. can And then of you're worms. streaking in the quad. With, yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, I did this podcast and like, I don't know. I decided to have a beer and now I'm naked. <laughs> don't. Don't. In the middle of the street. 
I mean, Jen, is there any type of like, is there something wrong with people like us? Or like, is that more normal? I mean, and like, what's binge drinking? What's alcoholism? Like, could you just quickly like, yeah, binge drinking, um, binge drinking, you don't have to be an alcoholic to binge drink. Um, binge drinking is considered, I think for men, um, there it's defined as five drinks in two hours, I believe. Um, so five drinks in a single outing, whereas for women, it's four drinks in a single outing, which I, th- I think is defined as two hours. Uh, but but what, um, what drink? Wine or? Well, just... a gla- well, it depends what you're. A Isn't glass it like of wine, a beer, a, shot a glass of... of wine or a shot? Yeah, they're all like this. Yeah. I mean, it depends okay, okay. on that, on the okay. substance. But um, so anyone can binge drink and binge drinking. um so binge drinking is considered excessive in one sitting. Alcoholism is going to be more of that chronic dependence. You don't have to um, – I mean, as far as being an, an alcoholic, it's a, it's a dependence on the substance. So you're going to look at things like functioning. You're going to look at things like are you having to drink more now than you did prior? Um, are you um, – are you, you – know, are you drinking when you should be, you know, when you're at work working yeah. or doing something, you know, are you drinking even though you have responsibilities? Um, so again, that's going to be more long-term, more chronic, and you're going to look at somebody's history over several months to, to determine alcoholism, but you know, okay. And, and people can be an alcoholic and still work and still do things. I mean, you don't, it, you don't, you can drink at night at home alone and still meet criteria for substance use disorder. So I think a lot of people think, oh, well, I'm working and I'm going to school and I'm fine and this and that. But um, so that is all about duration over a period of time and changes. Single episode, the quantity in a single episode. Okay. All yeah. right. Does that make sense? So we're just binge drinker party. We definitely are. <laughs> we're basically like a two-person frat. <laughs> like, God. <laughs> Um, but it's fun and we yeah. haze each other. It's fun. You know what? If you want me to be your, your lookout, I, I will. I'll be your lookout. Okay. Then yeah. we can just be like, drink water. And then we won't be like, you're being annoying. We'll be like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we won't be like, ah, oh, party pooper. Yeah. You know? Cause I don't push back. If someone tells no, me same. I'm like, okay. All same, right. Same, same. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah. It, and it's interesting. I just <laughs> think that like the whole, the, like the whole world has an alcohol problem. I think cause we all do it. We all just want to not feel it feels like. Yeah, or not I, deal I, with things like not deal with social things. Well, I get annoyed when like people always that's all they want to do is like drink or smoke or something. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, it's L.A. We could go on a hike. And right. then they're like, yeah, I'm just going to smoke a little on the hike. And I'm like, why do you have to be fu- yeah. high? It's so pretty when you're sober. Right. Um. So, exactly- Elliot, you must feel like that like tenfold. Oh, yeah. All the time. Like, you know, why? Why do we have to if we're going to have like a movie night hanging out? Like, why do we all have to get drunk to watch this movie? You know, or. Yeah. Yeah thanks but all right well yeah. i mean thank you so much for opening up about it i feel like again it's super um relevant yeah and do we think you're an asshole yes <laughs> no oh my god like the sweetest guy in the world like i'm not gonna take advantage of this girl who's had drinks like god elliot oh well, thank you. no uh, you're uh, great of course you're not an asshole for being sober and yes. <laughs> yeah <can> you, yeah <laughs> we're like actually yeah because you make me uncomfortable yeah so yeah. thanks no well, you're not an asshole for being sober i mean you know you might be a little bit of an asshole if you're a dickheaded drunk yeah you have no control over yourself 
Well, I think I was definitely on that end of the spectrum when I was drinking. Sure. Well, right. I think I think you could be maybe an asshole if you like go to parties and then just be like every like you guys are I don't know like you guys are bad like I hate you guys like I think that would be that would make it be like you're an asshole if you told people that they were doing the wrong thing but you're not yeah. doing that or took advantage of people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what if, ew, fucking God. creeps that just, just creep in. Also, ew, also, you get so grossly horny when you're really drunk. It's like oh, so gross. God. Like you're Ugh. too. Drinking you're is like, so stupid. It's so nasty. Why do we do it? All right, well, I'm gonna have a beer. Yeah. I was definitely the person when I was drinking too, who was like, you know, to the pe- to the people I knew who didn't drink, being like, oh, look at that fucking loser who doesn't drink. Like, what's his fucking problem? You were that. Per- I am that person too. Currently, <laughs> yeah. the I'm next an morning, asshole. You're like. Ah. Nah, exactly. God. So, I'm Elliot, I think you're worried people are saying those things about you because that's what you said about them. Ooh. Ooh. Jen yeah. coming in hot in the end. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, keep us updated, Elliot, because yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't think you're an asshole. And um, boy, do I hope this podcast doesn't start you off on a huge bender. Yeah, please don't. You're doing <laughs> great. Your you're doing great being sober. Well, I, think. I, think, I think the lesson I learned was maybe cocaine is where I should start. That's what I was hearing. Cocaine That's also what I was heroin. hearing. Thanks, Jen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Therapist Jen told you to do heroin. Do you right. um, consult your doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Elliot, I don't know if you have anything to plug, but if you do. <laughs> sobriety. <laughs> sobriety. <laughs> yeah. Try sobriety. It's fun. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what is it? E.S.Glasser. Cool. Um, G-L-A-S-E-R, right? Especially pictures of my girlfriend's cat, but I also draw, so there's art. Oh, cool. Great. It's it's one S. Oh, it's one S. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here and taking the time with us and for being... Oh, it's two S's. Yeah. I am sorry. No, what is it? Elliot Glasser. Oh, <laughs> it's Elliot Glass. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> <Yes. laughs> so dumb. I love it so much. Um, anyway, thanks, you guys. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Am I an Asshole? Yay, the one about being an asshole for being sober. Mm-hmm. Turns uh, out you're not, Elliot. No, Elliot. What a sweetheart, too. Yeah, nice guy. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you for continuing to support us. It means so much to us. Um, we love you. And and if you want to reach out to us, find us on Instagram, Am I an Asshole Podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and if you want to, um, and you, you think of a thing that you're an asshole for, tag us in your story. Yeah. Or, or on your page or whatever. Or on your page, yeah. And yeah. then just be like, hey, shout out. Am I an asshole for this? Or if you see someone else doing something, you're like, are they an asshole for this? Yeah. Tag us. Um, you can always direct message us too. Yeah. And um, we will maybe take your suggestion and do a podcast episode about it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we always have our G- Gmail if you want to use that. But, um, yeah, am I a whole podcast at gmail.com. Thank there you. There you go. Thanks for listening. Bye.